And good evening, one and all, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And I'm going to tell you, hour number one is all going to be live, and then we got a Raptors game coming up here on the channel. So hour number two is going to be preempted, and you'll have to uh, follow us along on our YouTube channel. It's simple to do. Just go to Racetime Radio TV on YouTube, and uh, you won't skip a beat. But keep her locked in here on Channel 167 for hour number one. And we have got a jam-packed, when I say jam-packed show for you, that is a total understatement. Now, I do have a few guests that are on the iffy, iffy side, if you will. Of course, we all know Motor Ram is coming up. Uh, it's going to be here next weekend. We all can wait. International Center in Toronto. Uh, and we've got a, a, a lot of star-studded guests coming in. We got Avery Schof and we got Mike Hall and the whole cast from uh, Russ Valley. Russ Brothers, we see him on History Channel and now on Netflix and wherever else you get uh, your Russ Valley. Uh, that's who's coming to the show. And actually, those guys are driving here, believe it or not, from B.C., and they're just outside Winnipeg, I do believe. And man, are they in a snowstorm right now. So uh, we're hoping to have Avery and Mike from the Chevelle on the show somewhere around 20 minutes to the hour. Uh, but uh, I digress. Uh, let me tell you who else we got coming on the show. We're going to talk some OSS. Thought it was high time we check in on the boys at OSS with one of the guys that's Past champion, lots of times, multiple winner. We have Chad McGlynn going to join us right off the top of the show. We'll talk Motorama a little bit more, get last-minute details for five minutes with Greg McPherson, Inside Track Motorsport News, and, of course, Motorama that's coming up, as mentioned. We'll check in with NASCAR Canada. We got the boss coming on. Doug Gonder is going to join us here in hour number one. Then... Of course, we're going to try and get Mike and Avery. We'll see how that makes out. I've been following along on their uh, on their Instagram, and I'll tell you, they are in the thick of it. You got Mike and Avery in the Chevelle uh, new wiring package, the whole shot. He had Blair go right to work and get the car all ready to go. They got snow tires on it, but it is. A high-powered Chevelle, and you got Mike Hall behind the wheel. So, needless to say, the boys are having a trip, and they're right in the thick of a snowstorm. So, hopefully, they can drive out of that, and hopefully, they can jump on and join us uh, for a little tickle here tonight, pre-show, and uh, we'll get you up to date. Also on the show, Steve Cote, NASCAR Canada driver, made a huge announcement just the other day. Steve, doing a little bit of testing down in North Carolina, but he's going to join the show right around that 6.05 mark. Chase Pensano was on the racetrack yesterday, uh, Southern National Speedway. His series got underway. Of course, the Cars Pro Late Model Series. I want to say they had like 32 cars or something. 
Uh, Chase qualified well back, about the 25th spot, but uh, he stayed in the battle all day long, and he brought that car home 12th without a mark. So we are looking forward to catching up tonight with Chase Pensano. Hopefully, J.F. Lanier, he's been a busy guy. We know J.F. from Osoyos, B.C. He's J.F. Customs. He had a car all set up at the Detroit Auto Show, and I don't know how we made out, but hopefully we'll find out tonight as J.F. may join the show. And, uh, of course, he's going to turn and burn from Detroit and head it right for Motorama with his pieces of art and uh, I know we all can't wait to see how that all turns out. So, J.F. Lanier could be part of the show. And the final maybe of the show is uh, Kyle Steckley. Kyle, away for a week's holidays down in the sunny south uh, with the drinks with the little umbrella. Yeah, that was Kyle Steckley all week trying to get rested up so that he can go full tilt this summer. He's got a busy schedule. He announced it just before he took off. And his flight was delayed an hour and a half. So we're going to find out if we get Kyle maybe in the car on the way home or what have you. We're going to uh, try and hook up with him here tonight before the end of the show. But that's what we got coming at you. And that is an ambitious two hours, I can guarantee you that. Uh, I do want to start out with thoughts and prayers and all of us uh, really need to do this. Uh, everyone knows Brandon Johnson Brittany Gersell at Sobel Speedway. They have a couple of kids, Harper, and Brittany just had a new baby just like three days ago. Well, on Saturday, uh, Brandon and Harper jumped in the truck, and they were off somewhere, and they were out by the speedway. And unfortunately, uh, they got into a really bad wreck. Uh, oncoming vehicle, I take it the driver, at least from the reports I've seen, uh, the driver had a heart attack and hit Brandon and Harper head on. Uh, they are both still alive. Thank God they are still alive. But they are definitely going to have a long road to recovery, both of them. And here at RTR, we definitely wanted to send our thoughts and prayers off to the Grizzell family, the Johnsons. And let's hope and pray to God that this comes out right and uh, they heal up and we can get them back out to the speedway as soon as possible. So our thoughts are with all of you guys there. And uh, if you know anything about Brandon, uh, he's no quitter. And Harper's just a little spark plug. And hopefully Harper can pull through this and uh, she'll be just fine. Let's hope, right? Lots of prayers. Say one tonight. Please do that. I got lots more news to pass along, but what do you say we get to guest number one? I can see him all lit up on the Zoom line. He drives the number 18, sometimes against his brother every now and then, but I guaranteed cast the characters that this guy races with. His name is Chad McGlynn, driver of the 18. What's going on, Chad? How you doing, buddy? You doing good, Chad? Hmm. We're not hearing you, Chad. Are you hearing us? Oh, not hearing any of Chad's audio. Let me give this a little wiggle and see if that helps. Chad, do we got you now? No, we're not hearing Chad. We can see you, Chad, but unfortunately we can't see you, or we can't hear you. Uh, we can definitely see you. So you're going to have to turn your audio on. 
probably take it off mute. It's probably on a mute, and then uh, you'll be all set. Uh, I got your channel wide open. If you want to disconnect and try and reestablish a connection, uh, maybe you could do that. Can you hear us, Chad? Give me I can a, hear you oh, now, yeah. There you go. Now we can hear you, too. How are you doing, buddy? Good to hear you. All right, excellent. Now we got that out of the way. Yeah, we How sure do. Been, Joel? Hey, doing real good. How about you, man? Excellent, yeah. Good. Yeah, things are going well. You got that 18 car out of the stable yet and starting to put it back together because I know you and your dad, your brother, eh, never fails. You guys always come out competitive race number one. Well, that's the idea, right? Yeah, so we switched uh, last year. We switched to number eight uh, uh, to my dad, Roger's old number. So uh, the Fusion still has 18 on it. Sean ran it last year with us uh, at a couple of, couple of events. I think the first one got rained out. Uh, but the number eight's on the Mustang, and we're hoping to have that out for the first race. Um, where are we starting off this year? At uh, full throttle. Buddy, you can put whatever you want on that car. It's always going to be an 18 in my eyes, my heart. Uh, I, I'm an old guy. It takes a lot to change it over. Whenever yeah, I hurts. see that 18 in the OSS, I know there's some glint behind the wheel, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get used to, but... Uh... Yeah, uh, the car's car's looking good. Uh, Roger's been working pretty hard uh, cleaning things up. One car's still in storage, so we can't get it out till the salt's off the road, but uh, the Fusion's in the shop, and uh, I was just over there today. I was going to do the interview from there, but the uh, the internet was down, so yeah. I had to run back home. Well, hey, uh, how about the season that's shaping up in OSS? Man, the competition is coming up. The car counts are on their way up. You're going to have your hands full this year, my friend. Oh, we sure are. There's been a lot of good competition. Last year was fantastic. Uh, we know we've got Corey McAllister coming back, um, and he's coming back with a vengeance. He's looking for his second uh, uh, championship, and we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. Then uh, we've got Ollie. Uh, Ollie Strong <laughs> comes up. Uh, he, he came out of nowhere. This kid's fantastic. He's going to be right up in the mix this year. Uh, I think a lot of the drivers still have to register yet, so I'm not sure who all is coming back for sure, but... Uh, I'm hoping to see Herniak again, Junior, and uh, maybe we'll get his old man in the car again. That's always fun to race with uh, with Senior. Oh, wouldn't it be? Having both Herniaks in there. Mikey's a good shoe yet. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and they're fun to, fun to race with. They're clean racers, competitive. Uh, you can race hard and, and, you know, not have to worry about wrecking each other. Uh, it's always good. But our series is really coming along. We've got some great leadership. The guys are working really hard, uh, working on sponsorship. They're... Uh, They've got the schedule made up ahead of time. We've cleaned up our rule book uh, just to make things, uh, no major changes, but just to make things clear for everybody, for new cars joining the series. Uh, and it sounds like we're getting a lot of new cars joining us. So it's it's going to be uh, a growing series again, which is great to see. It's fun to be a part of. And that's cool, right? With the OSS cars, you can't beat the competition on the racetrack. They're all 100 lap races. You, I, I challenge anyone. You tell me before the start of the race who's going to win it, and I'll guarantee you 99.9% of the time you're going to be wrong. You may, you may, even a blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. But, uh, hey, OSS is that competition that uh, we all love as race fans. You got a special track, Sean, or not Sean, but Chad, you got a special track that uh, you always have circled? Well, you know, we've got a couple. I, we we cut our teeth at Delaware. We started out in the Cascar Sportsman Series there, and we ran into the Super Series. So we, we've been to a few different tracks. Uh, Flamborough is kind of our home track. It's close by. We do well there. Uh, uh, Sobble, uh, 
dad used to race there years ago and it seems like home to us as well it's very similar for us to to flamborough so uh, those are three of our tops um we struggle at sunset but i like it it's a great track it's a good place uh we just got to find our way around it you guys have been ford powered forever and i know your dad has been an instrumental part of that does he still put the motors together uh for you guys yeah, we, we're still running Ford Motors. We're running the, the uh, 347. Um, it's been a great motor. We don't even have to take it apart between seasons. I mean, realistically, we're only putting a 1,000 racing laps on, and then you've got some practice and time trials. So they hold up really good. It's nice to not be in them all the time, having to worry about it, so we can spend our time working on setup and, and maybe try and keep the car a little cleaner. Too funny, you know, when I look back over my days, I, I, I can point at Andy Schmidt, I can point at Ron Lipsky, uh, and McGlynn's. Those three I could count on being a Ford every single time out. And proud to have the Oval on. i got to put Andrew Grizzell in there, too. He was a Ford, yep. still is, but uh, a lot of good Ford teams. But you guys have been flagship Ford teams. Yeah, it's, it's not easy to run a Ford. I mean, you don't have a lot of spare parts kicking around when you're at the track. Nobody else is running the same thing. It costs a lot more money. And it seems like they always want to penalize the Fords when they're running well. <laughs> yeah, well, back in my day, uh, Andy Schmidt, he would have that Ford Cleveland just humming out there. And uh, the pressure was always on. And back then, I had Dodge, Chevy, and Ford. And, uh, man, I'd hold a driver's meeting, and I had to keep them all separated. They'd fight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's blue in our blood for sure. But, uh, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, the other guys out there. It's great to be racing with the Chevys. It's nice that we've got Dodges out there. Um, it, it's it's better for the fans. You've got a team to cheer for. Uh, you know, you might not know all the drivers yet. You might be learning them, but you can cheer for your brand. You can cheer for your model of car, right? And uh, some people just cheer for the color. They like, like the look of it. Um, but it's all about the fans. We want to get them out there. We want to make them happy. And the fact that we've got this great competition um, and an array of different vehicles and different teams uh, really says a lot for the series. It absolutely does. For with Chad McGlynn, driver of the 18, he races OSS, Ontario Sportsman Series. And, man, they got her all coming together for 2024. Chad, what's the car going to look like this year? You got a maybe a different paint scheme in mind? You know what? Roger loves the white car, so we don't make too many changes. We might put a little stripe here or there or tweak the number. Uh, no major changes planned this year. So uh, we'll see what it looks like when it rolls out onto the track the first time, but I wouldn't expect anything too uh, too flashy. Okay, we'll hold you to that. And uh, safe to say you won't be at Motorama, but will you yourself be running through the show just to see what's all shaking? Yeah, I think I'll make an appearance. We'll uh, we'll see what's going on at the OSS booth. It's going to be great. Uh, Motorama is such a great show. Brings all uh, all the racing guys together. Gives us an opportunity to get the the feeling for the start of the season. Uh, run into everybody in the same series, other series. Get a good feel for what's going to happen. So I'm looking forward to it. And this year we get a chance to hang out with those guys from Rust Valley. That's a hoot. Ever watch that show? Oh yeah, those guys are hilarious. Yeah, it's going to be good. Chad, look forward to catching up with you. Hopefully see you at the show. If not, we'll be out covering races this year. I know I'll be at OSS stuff. I can guarantee it. 
I'm sure we'll cross paths, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You want to believe it? That's Chad McGlynn in the 18. Watch him. Watch him, man. If you're at the track, you're going to take a car. You're looking at all the competitor list. You can't go wrong if you take the 18. And, oh, don't worry. If he qualifies back there, he won't be back there long. Uh, everybody. Ask Corey McAllister what it's like to race against Chad McGlynn. He'll tell you that guy will send you for fits. He can't seem to keep him corralled. He did last year a bit, but uh, Chad McGlynn, when he puts his mind to it, look out. He will have a, a, an outstanding season once again. Quick break. We're going to talk lots of Motorama. Greg McPherson, Inside Track, coming up next. Stay with us. Hey, guys, this is Joey Coulter with Driver Fine and the driver of the number 02 Rum Runner Racing Tour Modified, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a quick, quick fire starter. For over 30 years, quick, quick fire starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels falling in heaven. <laughs> Dad, what was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick, quick fire starters. <laughs> the world's best fire starter. This is NASCAR champion Ryan Blaney. Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson. Joey Logano. Kyle Busch. Martin Truex Jr. Brad Keselowski. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? It's a place to talk about your favorite sport. You know, I renew my subscription. It never comes off this channel. The whole day is awesome. It's a place to hear from the biggest names in NASCAR. Joey Logano, what are you doing? I got the Sirius XM set up at my house so I can jump on more often. Joey, I want to first thank you for doing this. This is awesome for the fans. It's a trusted source for breaking news. Major stories today, my friends. Let's get down to business. There's just never a dull moment. It's every NASCAR race heard live, including in-car radios. Legato gets into the back. He shoves him up the racetrack. Stay out. Stay out. Stay out. Trust me. Bubba Wallace to the lead at Talladega. And it's classic races that honor the history of the sport. Dale Earnhardt is going to win the Daytona 500. So what is Series XN NASCAR Radio? It's your 24-7 home for all things NASCAR. The way you guys cover these races is unbelievable. Channel 90 streaming right now on the Sirius XM app. And that is absolutely true. The streaming right now, if you're watching the Vegas race or heading off into the car, don't forget your Sirius XM radio. Crank it over to Channel 90. After race time's all done, you'll be able to get the race. But I digress. What do you say? We talk Motorama with the guy that's putting everything together that we're all going to enjoy next weekend. We do have Craig McPherson inside Track Motorsport News and... Motorama, what's going on, Greg? How you doing? 
Hey, Joe, how are you? Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. No tooth fix yet, buddy. Good sign. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. Oh, are we ever. Now, have you been following the progress of the Rust Boys on their way across Canada in that, uh, in that beautiful Chevelle of Mike Hall's? Yeah, those guys are hilarious. Like, great sports doing that. I, I, I guess Mike's not wild about flying, so it's the, the way they get around. But, uh, yeah, great characters. I can't wait to, to meet them in person and uh, have them be at the show. Can you imagine what that Chevelle is going to look like after it gets here to Ontario? We got no snow, thank God, right? We got no snow, but you got to know, we got about a quarter inch of salt on our roads. And uh, that, that poor Chevelle has never seen that kind of stuff Hopefully he hit, like, crown rust check and got her all done before he come. That would be good. And we've got a wash station on the way in because you never know what's going to happen. So on the Thursday, if uh, it doesn't look like anything's going on, the weather's looking perfect for the show. It's, uh, you know, not too nasty and not too nice. It's, it's, it's looking good. Can you imagine? Greg, every year at this time for this show, I can remember either we're getting blasted one day but there's always at least the other two where we're getting beautiful weather. And that's what we all want is to feel that sunshine in the spring. And it happens at Motorama. Looks like we're going to get a three for this time. Yeah, no, amazing. We're, we're excited. So uh, it, was, it was just four years ago right now. The, the walls were coming in and we we're all learning about COVID and, and what happened that year. So we always thought it was going to be a big snowstorm that uh, nailed us. We didn't think it was going to be a pandemic, but. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, anyway, but yeah, it's looking great for this uh, this week. Awesome stuff. Last minute details. What do we got coming at us? Was there anything late breaking? Uh, anything we need to fill anybody in on? Um, not really. I, just, I was just watching. I saw that down in Detroit at the Autorama that uh, Dave Kindig's car won the Riddler. So, uh, but uh, amazing. We're so happy that JF Lounier is coming with uh, his car that was there, the Mercury. Um, that's going to be amazing, and it's just what a credit to him that he's you know competing with guys like Kindig and and uh, Bruce Harvey uh, down in the states, and who's one of the last two years. Um, so yeah, it's going to be fun having uh, JF come with his car and the Russ brothers uh, coming with their car. So they, a lot, lots from BC. They all know JF JF and JF Custom. Everybody knows who he is now. That guy's the real deal. Talk about Mister Methodical. Yeah, no, he's he's fun, and uh, I was trading some texts with uh, JF last night. The cool thing about him is, like, a lot of the cars, they're crazy investments. They're big dollar builds, and the, the term is kind of like a, a trailer queen. You know, they go around, and they don't really drive too much. So uh, JF was asking, saying, uh, got some room in the parking lot? We can do some donuts before we park it on the floor. <laughs> that so sounds he, like JF. He, yeah. he does, I know he did that with the Riviera, too. He treats his cars like cars so big fan of that oh yeah get them all ready show them do everything you gotta do and then they are cars we're gonna drive them and uh man that guy drives the wheels off them to really make sure they perform greg this is gonna be an outstanding show have we heard many more champions for the night of champions from the short track and from all the different disciplines any other guys poking their head in saying i'm coming I think I think we're about 130 across the three, three disciplines for the Fast Eddie Night of Champions on the Saturday night. So we start at 3 o'clock with the road racing guys. I think we've got about 25 of them. And then it's almost 50 in the drag racing and almost 60 for the uh, the, sh- the short track Night of Champions. So um, 
last week, one of the last guys to register, Kyle Stackley's coming. You know, uh, that, uh, and that's the neat thing about that Night of Champions too. The uh, it's you know it's kids who won a, a dirt you know cart championship in Brockville or wherever, and uh, you know standing up there beside you know the APC Series champion. You know, it's it's so cool. And we're going to mix in some you know some of our celebrity presenters. We're working on a couple of things, but uh, I'm hoping like for the drag racing guys, we'll get farm truck and Asian involved in that uh, presentation and. Uh, Constance Nunez helping out with one of them. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Ah, you'll have all kinds of tricks up your sleeve. Thursday is load in day. So any of the exhibitors that are tuned in watching, what time is best to get there? I know from loading in in my day, I always showed up around five, six, seven o'clock and it was still a madhouse. What time can they get there? Yeah. So, uh, our guys, like on our team, you know, amazing bunch, like um, David Weber, Mike uh, Gallipo, um, Lindsey Broad, Isabel Weber. We've got a, a bunch of people. So they've been sending out packages. So everyone who's registered, whether they've got a car or a booth, they're all, uh, they've been given packages. So some some people, depending on where they're positioned in the halls, you want them in first, which would be sort of early first thing Thursday and, and you know, get it on the floor. And then other people, you're near a door and you've got to be last in at night. So uh they, our, our team is pretty good about choreographing, you know, uh, the, the pieces as they go in in what order that each yeah, thing's it's, seen. It's cool. I know I used to set up right outside door 118. And, uh, yeah, we're one of the last ones in, but I was one of the first guys out. You never had so much help leaving a show when you're in front of Dory at 118. Man, everybody would say, hey, Joe, you need a hand, need a hand? Yeah, yeah, pick that up. We were out of there within five minutes up the road to Super Burger. It was nuts. I always like we, we shut at five and people are pretty good about, you know, holding on till close to that time to start tearing down. But yeah, once it happens, it's like ants, you know, uh, I usually get a picture at about seven o'clock and then places like the ghost town and we're taking down the main banner in, the, in hall one. Um, it's amazing. And everyone's good. They're, you know, smooth about it and friendly and it's time to get home and they've had a good show. So, uh, it, it is amazing how quickly it gets torn down. And this is going to be an outstanding show. This coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it all happens at the International Center in Toronto, pretty well right across the road from the airport, without the hassle of the airport. Lots of parking, and uh, I tell you, your eyes are going to fly out of your head. This motorama is going to be like we're used to, before COVID and before that. It's really going to be a good show this year. Greg, yeah. what time do the doors swing open on Friday for fans to come in? What time we're, do they shut? Yeah, we're 10 o'clock every day that we open. And then uh, pretty sure it's uh, till 8 o'clock Friday, 8 o'clock Saturday, and then uh, 5 o'clock on the Sunday. Good. So that's check, the Check show. the website. You, know, you can get tickets and, and all the times and the schedule, the pages there you can click it on. So uh, And we've even uploaded uh, the whole program for the show with all the features and the guide and the floor plan. So if you go to motoramashow.com, it's your one-stop spot for everything you want in terms of information, being able to buy tickets. You get your tickets online, you can walk past the uh, the uh, ticket window, you know, in, in terms of if there's a line there, which can be, especially like, say, Saturday morning, pretty busy, and you just take it up and get scanned at the front. So that could be a time saver if you go to motoramashow.com. Oh, it sure can. That's uh, I, I love doing that, going to the will call and get my credential because everybody's yeah. looking at you like, hey, little goof, where are you going? Sorry, I know one thing. One thing we're also doing, so not to 
get by this year's show yet, but we're also excited. We're also we're starting to plan for even next year. So next year is our 10th anniversary as a team doing Motorama, but it's also the 50th anniversary when uh, Dizzy Dean Murray started the motion show back in 75. So we're, we're, we're thinking about some neat things to do to pay tribute to what Dizzy and uh, all those people did way back. Yeah, well, you have to pick Dave Frank's mind because he would have been there the very first moment as Dizzy was doing something. I wouldn't doubt Crazy Dave will have photos of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty neat. Pretty amazing, Greg. Thanks so much for jumping on. I know you're an incredibly busy guy, uh, but thanks for the final update. The next time I see you, it's going to be full of people. It's going to be full of cars, and uh, well, the toothpicks will be out by then, buddy. Absolutely. Sleep on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we will. Hey, uh, oh, inside track, you got it done? Yeah, absolutely. Finally finished it, and uh I believe we're going to have copies at the show, so it should be good. Good. Save me one. I'll be there absolutely, to pick it John. up. Thank you. You want to believe it. Greg McPherson, you have a good one. Say hi to Mel. You too, and say hi to Sue. Absolutely. Will do. That is Greg McPherson, Inside Track Motorsport News. New issues ready, and more and better Motorama set and ready to go. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. I'm going to hit this final break of this hour, get it out of the way, and then we're going to grab Doug Gonder from NASCAR. We'll talk to him about their presence at Motorama. And we're really hoping we're going to end up with Avery and Mike in the car on their way here to Motorama. We're going to try all of that in just mere moments. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be right back all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Hey, race fans, this is Nick Moncher, head of marketing for Hoosier Racing Tire, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Walks in, put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters. The world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. 
Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Revs TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. For some reason, I have Greg frozen on the screen. So, I don't know whether maybe Greg didn't disconnect. Uh, but, Greg, if you're still tuned in, can you go back to your uh, your Zoom and disconnect it so that I can continue on? Uh, I believe I have Doug Gonder up and waiting. I can see Doug's name, but I just can't seem to get to him. But uh, I, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I'm kind of sunk. So, Greg, uh, if this doesn't work here in a minute, we'll give Greg a couple of minutes to disconnect. And uh, if he doesn't, then, uh, Doug, I'm going to send you another link uh, so that uh, we can definitely get you on the screen. And actually, I'm not seeing where Greg is uh, disconnecting. So um, other news that I want to tell you about uh uh, Chase Pensano. Chase Pensano did a great job this past weekend. Uh, he was at Southern National Speedway, and uh, he did a great job behind the wheel. Qualified 25th. So uh, he, final practice, the guy was right up there in third, uh, but it was uh, 25th spot is where uh, is where he shook out for qualifying. And uh, we couldn't... Uh, uh, he couldn't do much. He couldn't do much until the race. When the race kicked in, away Chase went. And I'll tell you what, the kid did a great job, rolled it all the way up into the 12th spot. The car looked actually evil coming through the turns. Uh, I, and I got I, I to gotta hit this for Doug. So tell you what, I'm going to hit another, just a very quick break, and I'll bust it off. Uh, I got to reset this, and then I'll be right back at you. Stay there. Hey, race fans, this is Nick Moncher, head of marketing for Hoosier Racing Tire, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, 
Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. And exclusive podcasts, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back with you all live. Yeah, we got it all sorted out. Just a little kerfuffle there. Not sure what happened, but... It don't matter. Uh, we got it all fixed. Let's welcome in the NASCAR director for NASCAR Canada. We got him. The boss. What's going on tonight there, Doug Gonder? How are you? You doing good, Doug? I'm doing well, Joe. How are you? Fantastic, my friend. Fantastic. You all ready for Motorama and the kickoff to another brand new season up here? We are, yes, very much so. I'm it just seemed like it was yesterday we were talking in PRI about getting ready for the season and commenting on how much time we actually had, but we really don't have that much time. It's been going full tilt since then. Uh, we had our meetings in January at both Ontario and Quebec with all the owners. Uh, last week, we just got our registration out to the team so we can start to look at those numbers. Um, as you know, we got the 13 race season schedule. Uh, we've got an increase in the purse, uh, where the purse is up about $95,000 compared to last year, but we're down one race. So, I mean, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we've got the new branding, uh, new partners with Every Room and Pinty's is presenting sponsors, and that's uh, with the new logo and everything. That's going to all lead into Motorama for us, and we're excited about it. That's to get out there. It's We'll get the NASCAR name out there, and we'll get to meet all our many partners, racers, teams, uh, We've got a couple cars that are going to be there. I mean, you've got Stephen Cote coming up. He's, his announcement was last week. Donald Teague is doing an announcement tomorrow. I'm pretty sure there's going to be more throughout the week. We're going to continue on. Um, I'm pretty sure that both the All-Rem and the LP Doolin cars that are going to be at Motorama will have some announcements on the Friday. And we've got an array of drivers coming in throughout the entire weekend. Yeah, too cool. And that's what we would expect, too, right? So you don't know what day to get there. Best idea is go all the days, and then you'll be able to check them all out. Doug, I would imagine you'll have autograph sessions set up, and uh, do do we have any unveilings that are going to take place? That's probably going to take place around 11 o'clock Friday morning, yes. Uh, cool. The autograph sessions, we've staggered them throughout the weekend, so they're not all just on one day. We've got a on the Friday, we've got uh, L.P. Dumoulin, Daryl Timmers, Glenn Styers, um, Steve Cote will be there. 
Saturday is Sam Fellows, Larry Jackson, Mark Dilley, Daniel Bois, and Sunday we have Malcolm Strauss coming. Oh, good. Great, great cross-section of drivers. And, uh, you know, when you look at the new schedule, and I urge everyone, check out the new NASCAR Canada schedule. It's different. It, it It's not going to end at Delaware this year. Uh, it is going to end in the province of Quebec on a track these guys have never raced on. I say that. Some of the Quebec contingent has raced on it, but uh, the NASCAR Canada Series has not turned a lap. So uh, we're, we're going to throw, you want a wild card at the end? I think you created one, Doug. I I think we did. It's, um, I was there last year to check it out before we got into the contract negotiations. It's a wide track. It's going to be fast. Um, we went to a two-day show this year so we could have an afternoon race, and it gives us a little buffer if we do run into weather. I'm looking forward to it, and I honestly believe we'll be sending some teams home with that race. Yeah, I wouldn't is, doubt it. We got It's still so early that there's a number of teams that if you don't see them on the registration list, don't count them out yet, just yet. No, we've got a pretty good idea who's coming back and where they're going. Um, we give it a few weeks, and then we'll get on the phone and see where they're at. Any chance, Doug, and I know this has been a question for years in the series, any, any, any I don't know, uh, foresight into maybe allowing a Toyota in, uh, like a full-blown Toyota program? I know the pressure's always been there, but hey, can you see the day Toyota will be part of our national tour? There has been a body at the R&D Center for a few years now and it's just it's it's just sitting there i honestly can't say yes or no i did have some meetings with toyota at the in nashville it they were just preliminary talks but as of now like there's nothing in the horizon right now yeah there you go and it's funny because uh an old guy in the sport like me i look back to the k&n days and there was a toronto toyota dealership sponsoring a K&N car because they could run Toyota over in K&N. And uh, I often looked at that one. Damn, too bad there wasn't allowed in Canada. And I know Marty was a big push back in the day. He'd, of course, love to have Toyota in. Uh, the amount yeah. of pressure run, you guys, is huge. But you also got to look at the masses. We we keep pushing it. Always, Every time you have meetings, you bring it up. Where are we at with this? Uh, can someone else make a call? I just you, you keep it in the. It's there. It's on the agenda. Pretty much every meeting. We just haven't we just haven't got over the line yet. Yeah, and it's a work in progress. How about other rule changes for the teams for twenty twenty four? Was there a lot of rule changes in the book? I can well imagine the rule book's done long ago. Yeah, the rule book was done in December. I mean, there wasn't a lot of changes. There was some cleaning up. Um, we did some more work on the front suspension about um, offsets and control arms, uh, spindle angles. We had to clean that up a little bit. And that's just to make sure, maintain the competition as level from positions one through positions 20. Right, right. There hasn't been, there hasn't been much. There's going to be some gear changes coming up uh, with the introduction of the 525 engine because they do turn out a few RPMs. So we're working on the gear rules right now. And then the gear rules really aren't. Uh, we'd like to get out and do some more testing. Unfortunately, 
our climate doesn't, even though the weather's great right now, our climate doesn't really dictate the going out and testing in February. Yeah, any time you would uh, set a test up, trust me, it'll snow. Uh, so don't you do that. We're kind of enjoying the summer break here in the middle of the winter. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not complaining at all. I mean, it was a busy time in Daytona. We got to see a lot of racing at night. And there was a lot of meetings during the day. And your schedule is pretty much full. It was a nice, relaxing drive home is what I <laughs> Nice and quiet, just the way you like it. Uh, exactly. For fans that are coming out to Motorama, uh, will you have papers, card schedules? Is there anything that fans can say, hey, I want to stop by the NASCAR display and pick that up? So we've got some, some giveaways, fridge magnets with the schedule on it. We've also got another um, a giveaway where there'll be a, a QR code you scan at the booth to enter a, a competition for the Motorama show. There is uh, the first, the grand prize is two tickets to a cup race, uh, a track that NASCAR owns. Obviously, uh, Phoenix would not be in that mix. Neither would Chicago or Iowa because they're sold out already. And our partners at both CTMP and GP3R have offered up some VIP passes for their weekends and may as well as gp3r in august and they're going to throw in some clothing with that as well yeah cool cool it's going to be a great show i know i look forward to catching you uh down there and seeing the drivers and talking to everybody uh good job on setting the year up you got a good one in front of us man and uh can't wait to get together with everybody and get this season fired off we're looking, we're looking forward to it very much. So, and then, like I said, with the new rebranding, I mean, that's exciting. Everybody's excited about that. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. Good on you, Doug. Uh, you and your whole staff have uh, just been lighting the lamp. Continue to do so. We'll see you at Motorama. Sound good? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. That'd it, be the way. That is Doug Gonder. He's at the top of the list when it comes time for NASCAR uh, here in Canada. And uh, those guys do a great job. Can't wait to see uh, how everything shakes out. It's going to be a, uh, a dynamite 2024 season, and uh, we're going to hear from Steve Cote. He made a big announcement through the week, or we're going to hear from him at the top of the hour. But I did put it out to our buddy, uh, Avery. Avery and Mike are coming across Canada right now in that Chevelle, going through a snowstorm, so hopefully they're able to connect in I sent them the, the new link, if you will, and uh, hopefully we can get those guys on the air and uh, find out what their trip has been like. I've been following along, and I suggest you do on their Instagram, uh, either at Russ Brothers or you got Avery Schof, too. Uh, what is it? The Real Avery Schof on Instagram. Two good follows, uh, but they've been doing a good job keeping us up to date since the time they left Russ Valley. Uh, I picked them up yesterday as they were coming into Revelstoke and uh, was snowing to beat the band. And uh, they were really good about shooting as they were going along. Uh, the guys have gone through some nice dry highway. And, of course, as you get into Alberta, they stopped at Swift Current. Uh, they spent the night. And uh, onward and upward, they're making their way right across Canada in that 68 Chevelle. And they've got a runner behind them. So Blair, you'll know Blair on the show that does a lot of the body work and stuff. Blair is in that uh, runner behind them. 
And uh, they, they've been staying long. I believe their producer, Matt, is also with Blair in the cube van as they're making their way to Motorama. And uh, that's a long drive, believe you me, from B.C. all the way in. Uh, they were just outside Revelstoke yesterday, and they pulled over. Didn't know whether something was going on down the highway. All the trucks were pulled over. So Mike Hall, he pulled over, and Avery got out. He walked up an embankment, and there was a couple of guys there with that tractor trailer. And uh, Avery goes, what's going on? Is there something going on up the road? And the guy said, no, no, we're just uh, getting ready. And Avery looked down, and he goes, oh, you're putting your jewelry on. So they were chaining the truck up. And they were about to chain the back set of wheels, and they need to chain the front set of wheels. So, of course, Avery, being the guy that he is, helped them out. He didn't just, you know, walk away. He helped them out, told them, nope, chain the front wheel. Those are your drive wheels. If you chain the back, you're going to rip all the road up. So, chain the front. And uh, he, he actually showed them how to do it, how to tighten them up and the whole shot. So... That's the kind of guy Avery Schof is. Uh, if you have never met him and you've watched Rust Valley, uh, Mike is that guy you see. Avery is that guy you see. Uh, they're all real guys, real people, and uh, real good people. Real good people. And uh, I know I look forward to catching up with them at the show at Motorama. Uh, it's going to be a hoot. They're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I didn't see Connor. Connor was uh, no part of them on the way, and uh, I texted Avery earlier, and I said, hey, where's Connor? I thought he was coming, too. He is, but Connor, I guess he's a busy guy, so he's flying into Toronto as opposed to spending the week that it's going to take these guys to drive across Canada. Um, uh, it, they're doing a great job. I thought they were absolutely nuts for trying to drive across Canada in the winter. It wouldn't be bad if they had an avalanche like I've got a four-wheel drive. But no, no, that's not my call. He wants to drive one of his cars. And he has got that beautiful 68 uh, Chevelle. It's uh, with the big motor and the whole shot. Uh, they did go over it. That's the same car they drove to, uh, I want to say, Vegas for the SEMA show. Didn't work so well when they took it to Vegas, though. Uh, they had a lot of wiring issues and stuff. And uh, Mike said, nope, we're not going to have any troubles. I'm going to put a new wire harness in it. They got it at eBay, I do believe. That's their big sponsor. And uh, he's got her all dialed in. And uh, they, they've done a tremendous job with it. And they're going to be at Motorama. And I know we're all looking forward to seeing them when they get to the show and I'm hoping they're going to click in here and we can spend five minutes with them as they drive down the road. But if they can't, I totally understand why. Uh, they could be in, uh, in real bad trouble out there on the Trans-Canada Highway. Uh, I know what it's like in the summer, let alone what it's like in the middle of a snowstorm. And that, in fact, about an hour, an hour and a half ago, is what they were going through was a wicked, wicked snowstorm. I got a couple other reminders here. I got some time that I can do that. Uh, Tim Terry. We all know Timmy out on the East Coast of Canada, out in the Maritimes. Seen a release the other day. 
that Lake Dowsett, I'll call it Dowsett, I always call it Dowsett, but uh, Lake Dowsett is going to be under new ownership. Uh, I seen that release, and then moments later, I seen that Tim Terry was going to be part of that ownership group. I'm not sure to what capacity. I don't know who his partners are at Lake Dusset, uh, but uh, we're going to try and find out. And Tim Terry's going to join us next week here on the show, and uh, we'll get all the answers to the above. So to go from announcing like Tim Terry has done, and you got to know, he is all over the Maritimes. Uh, it, to, to go from that and to continue to do that, I would imagine, and branch out into actual track operations, that's going to be huge for Tim Terry. Uh, and he's, uh, he's one of those guys. His heart is absolutely in this sport, uh, and we wish him nothing but the best. And look forward to hearing from Tim Terry next week on the show. Another tidbit of information I noticed, Gary Colling. He was the manager at Flamborough Speedway with John and Frank Caselli. Uh, noticed a note there, Gary Colling, not going to be part of Flamborough Speedway this year. I stepping away. Uh, wishes everyone well. Uh, just time to step away, I guess, for Gary. Uh, he's done a great job over the years and uh, uh, really good to see that uh, that that Gary is uh, going to go do something else and have some fun doing it. He did a whale of a job at Flamborough Speedway. Always kept the wheels turning and uh, always did his utmost to make sure that you and I got a good show at Flamborough Speedway. And uh, Gary had done a tremendous job over the years. So congratulations, Gary, on your new position, whatever it is. And uh, uh, thanks for the years and the dedication uh, to what we all see at Flamborough Speedway. You'll remember a couple of months ago, I put a post out, give us your favorite track announcer and tell us why. And it, old fan, new fan, whatever, all points in between. Well, the response I got was huge on Facebook, and it continues even to this day. I am in two weeks going to do that show about track announcers and some of the famous ones that are still around today and invite them on the show. As a matter of fact, there is an announcer that has always caught my ear uh, all the way back from when I was a kid at Flamborough Speedway and at Sobel Speedway. And Jim Irvin is that guy. Jim Irvin has been an announcer now. I believe this will be Jim Irvin's 39th season. I could be wrong on that. It could be 40 years, but I do believe it's 39 seasons. And I was texting back and forth with Jim, and I invited him. I said, Jim, will you come right to the studio? He said, absolutely. So Jim Irvin is going to join me. This is going to be in a couple weeks. There is some big names on the West Coast of Canada that uh, are, are still uh, still going, and we're going to do our best to grab some of those premier track announcers from across the country and do one show dedicated to the voices we all hear at the Speedways. And uh, I really, really look forward to doing that particular program. It's going to be be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, It doesn't matter the track you go to. The announcer you hear 
is the announcer you're going to get used to. And uh, if they do the right job, they're going to be there a long time. And Jim Irvin is definitely one of those guys that has done the right job. Uh, he has just been amazing. He's a staple in the sport. And talk about a historian. Jim Irvin will have forgot more than I'll ever know when it comes time for short track racing. He can recall events. He can recall laps. Uh, his mind is sharp as a tack. And uh, to listen to him on the microphone and to actually watch him do it, um, uh, it's something else, man. When you look at what Tim, or at what, uh, uh, I know, uh, when you've got Jim Irvin uh, to actually watch him in the booth, uh, pretty amazing stuff. Just, uh, he's going to be a lot of fun to have here in right at, right at Race Time Radio and on the show. Another breaking news story that I've seen, a guy I worked with out in B.C. for the Western Rattler 300 and uh, the RS1 Cup Series races. You all remember Cole Sorensen. Uh, Cole, great, great young announcer. I actually seen him right at the very end of the year. He was also announcing at the Bullring in Vegas. Uh, so Cole gets around. Well, seen a big announcement just uh, the other day. Cole Sorensen's going to be the operation manager at, uh, well, I call it Castro Raceway Park, just outside of Edmonton. I call it that because I don't know what today's name is. Uh, but Castro Raceway Park, there's a drag strip, and uh, they've got a road course there. Um, they, they've got a dirt track. Um, that, it's a whole complex. I know I drove by it. The year 2010, when Sue and I went to cover the NASCAR Canadian Tire Series at that time at the, uh, at the Indy in Edmonton, uh, that action took place through the day. And I wanted to go to the short track at night, and we picked Edmonton International Raceway to go to. I drove right on past Castro Raceway Park to Edmonton, and that was the night I met uh, a 12-year-old Cameron Haley. We all know how Cameron's story has turned out over the years, on up into NASCAR trucks, and uh, we still hear about him today. But uh, congratulations to Cole Sorensen, and Cole is going to join the show next week, as well as Tim Terry. So we've got a couple things to look forward to, I can tell you that. But we are at the top of the hour, and i got to throw it back to Toronto for a quick news highlight we're going to lose the Sirius XM listener now as the uh, basketball is starting to bounce for the Raptors. You've got that game coming up. So uh, you can still catch the next hour of Race Time, and you can do it all live on our YouTube channel. It's Race Time Radio TV, and uh, you won't skip a beat. So enjoy the basketball game if you're tuned in on the channel, and uh, come on over to YouTube. And join us for the second half when we've got a star-studded lineup of guests all ready to come up in hour number two, all live tonight on Race Time Radio. I sure hope Avery and Mike are okay, because that's not like them to not click in, but uh, hopefully they're all right. Uh, we'll see them in Toronto at Motorama. They'll be there. We're going to hit this break. 90 seconds, and we're back with you live. <sighs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167.
Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big name brands, along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And welcome back, one and all. Let me tell you who we got coming up here in hour number two, and it's another action-packed hour. Uh, we've got Steve Cote going to join us in mere moments. Uh, he's doing some testing down in North Carolina. He did a big NASCAR Canada reveal this past week. He and his brother, they're going to go full tilt in the NASCAR Canada series. So uh, those guys working hard to get the preparations all out of the way. And Steve is going to join the show here tonight, uh, right off the bat here shortly. Uh, We're hoping, we're hoping, fingers crossed, that we're going to have J.P. Lanier in just a bit. Uh, J.P. is at the uh, Detroit Auto Show. He had one of his works of art all set up. And uh, didn't win the Riddler this year. Uh, But, hey, only one winner, right? Uh, I can guarantee you the car that he put together would have been quality and, uh, like, winnable, if you will. Uh, But that same automobile, uh, JF, is going to bring it to Motorama. So hopefully we get a chance to speak with uh, JF here in just a bit. Uh, We'll also catch up with Kyle Steckley. He is on his way back from the sunny south. He had a little bit of a holiday. And then he's going to be diving right in to that schedule right there. And uh, he launched his schedule just before he left for the islands. And uh, talk about aggressive. Man, oh, man. We've got that and Chase Pensano. So we still got lots coming at you. But what do you say we get back to the Zoom line right now and welcome in. How about Steve Cote? What's going on there, Steve? How are you? Hey, good. Thank you. Good, good. How'd the test go today? You look pretty chipper. You hit the showers early or what? Uh, yeah, I just came back to the hotel. Um, I just stepped the track and uh, yeah, it, it was pretty good. It was our first test with the car. And uh, yeah, for uh, with all the car of our series today, we were P1. So that's good. Ah, there you go. <laughs> that's what you want to see is P1. Yeah. Tell us about the car you got. Tell us about the team. I know it's you and your brother. So uh, yeah. needless to say, the communication between the driver and the crew chief is going to be spot on. Yeah, we have experience together. We raced uh, all of our lives. We raced together before in the late model series and a sportsman and center stage before. And it's going to be uh, our first real shot at a uh, in a big series together. Awesome, awesome stuff. You have raced NASCAR Canada. You've got races in, so you know what to expect. 
you haven't ran a full season off my memory serves me correct or have you no I, 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 we tried to run a full series and uh, back in 2012 uh, i have one start in 2011 four start in 2012 and one in uh, 2018 and so we're still uh, basically we're still rookies for this year so we're going to be eligible for the rookie of the year award and uh, it's going to be our first uh, full season with uh, with uh, with good stuff on the in our team ah, good stuff between your legs and between your fingers oh that that's kind of cool tell us about the yeah. car you got tell us about the team uh what's the lowdown well it's a it's, it's a new team it's all run racing that they started a new team with uh sponsorship from aviram and uh, uh the bkfc and uh it's the team that was all built uh, um, my brother had the contract of building that new team and uh it's going to be brand new cars from um from dave white uh, actually, we have a brand new car for oval, brand new car for uh, for road course, and um, yeah, and, and actually we're gonna have a, even maybe a backup car sooner for uh, for for that. Um, yeah, it's 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 our team. It's it's, it's there's gonna be a lot of people that ran with us in, uh, in the late model before, and uh, we're all new to this series, and uh, that's why we came here in uh, North Carolina to, to do our first test because we're we're new with the car, we're new with the series. And the, the, the test that we did before and back in 2012 was with other car, car that was on like in 2018 by uh, DJ Cubs. So, um, so it's the first time that we, we, we own everything and we have to do everything ourselves. Oh, big difference, right, between back then and today's car, uh, difference between night and day. But coming out yeah. of a late model and doing a test here today, does it feel like the NASCAR Canada is the big old taxi cab, as we like to say, because they are a heavier stock car? Yeah. Uh, does it feel that way, or does it feel a little more nimble than you remember? Yeah, I think it's pretty much like like that. It's just that to me, I, I think I'm more I'm more used to that type type of car because I used to run more the Sportsman series in uh, Saint Eustache. That was created. Uh, with the same philosophy of the, uh, the 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 NASCAR Canada cars, so we're used to that type of car, those springs, those weights, and um, I, I consider myself just as good on that type of car than uh, the late model series. Actually, I have more experience of that type of car than the late model series. It's just the difference of horsepower, bigger tire, and bigger budget. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> and a lot bigger budget. <laughs> a yeah. lot bigger. Uh, with Steve Cote, uh, he's going to go full tilt. NASCAR Canada this year. Yeah. Steve, um, with the series and the makeup of the schedule this year, there's no doubt we got a different looking schedule. Maybe a little heavier on the eastern part of Canada than what we've ever seen before. Uh, and the series ending in the province of Quebec. Was that a determining factor at all in you and your team to look at and go, hey, this is the year. Let's go do this full tilt. How close is that final race and how close are the Quebec races to your hometown? Where are you from? I think for us, it's it's very good for the timing. That's going to be like that this year. But I don't think it was a, a, what determined that the fact that we're going to be in that series this year. It's just the timing; everything came together, and the the the, the opportunity was there at that time. Uh, and we're just happy that's going to be more races in the, in Quebec that we're used to race on, like the ending of the championship in Montmagny. That's going to help us uh, because we have a base at that track, and it might going to compensate for uh, the the difference of 
not knowing any track from the far west and the the, the east side that we never ran to. Uh, that's the track that we tried on today and Southern National. It's pretty much the the closest track that we're gonna that, that we tried. That's gonna be like maybe Riverside or uh, or Sutherland and. Uh, but we're getting ready for those tracks, and it's going to be pretty uh, cool to try new tracks, too. Oh, you're going to absolutely love Riverside. Let me tell you that right now. I watched Chase Pensano's race yesterday on Flow, and that was Southern National. Yeah. Uh, I'm watching it from where I sit. Uh, the, the one announcer was doing a little bit of uh, work, and I could see he was on either the front or back stretch. I don't know, but I could see a little bit of banking in the track. And then when I seen the turns, I went... God, that thing looks a lot like Riverside. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the laps you got there are probably going to help you when you hit a place like Riverside. That's going to be key. Yeah, that's why we, ch- we choose that track, because we're looking at tracks where we can start and uh, try to uh, get some data before the season, try to work on our car at the shop while there's still snow everywhere in Quebec. And um, uh, there were other tracks, but that track it was a bit smoother than the, than the other. And... Um, we're not, you're not going to find any way a track that's exactly like, like the track you're going to race, especially like a track like Delaware. It's so uh, different from everybody else, everywhere else. So, uh, um, but at least it gives us a, a good feeling. I could try the car for the first time. It's been a long time since I was in the Pinty's car too. So, uh, no, that, that, it gave us a good base for uh, to start the season. You've got to love it. Man, you guys are uh, you're, you're doing it right. I can tell you that, Steve, right off the bat. It's so cool and refreshing to see new guys coming in and new teams with a really good focus and uh, doing the forework and the planning and everything that goes into it. That's all going to equate to success. I can guarantee that. Uh, yeah, are also- you a... Uh, are you a road course guy? Uh, like, do you have a lot of experience on road course? A lot of times our Quebec contingent normally does. I think of a guy like yeah. L.P. Dumoulin. When L.P. Dumoulin stepped into NASCAR Canada back then, uh, he was a road course guy. Never seen oval tracks. Now, it, you running a late model would have been on an oval track. Do you have much road course not really. I cannot consider myself a road course driver uh, at all. The only road course races that I have under my belt is back in 2012 when I tried to to, to do the old season in the, the Pinty series. Uh, so I ran the Moss Sport twice and uh, iCar once. And that's pretty much all I have uh, like experience in the road course. So that's going to be the focus for us to, to try to get better at this year. I, I wasn't that bad, but I'm not I, I wasn't like a contender for the win that weekend. So our our testing before the season are going to be concentrated on trying to get better on the road course. We're trying. We're going to try to go to uh, to practice to um, CTMP and then iCar. Our garage is situated in uh, in uh, at our car. So I I hope I'm going to have. Uh, a lot of time to test there uh, before the first race. Well, you're going to have to cozy up real nice with Sammy Fellows and his dad, Ron Fellows. Just uh, two wide open encyclopedias when it comes time for road course. And I know those two guys quite well. And there is nothing that they will not share with another driver to help improve their skill. Uh, two of the world's best. I'm glad they're Canadian because yeah. uh, th- there's nothing they wouldn't share. That's too cool, though, that you're going to be doing this full tilt. 
what do you have in your mind as uh, circled saying, okay, our first chance brother to get a win is going to come right there. Well, it's, it's pretty soon in the season and we hope to be ready there, but uh, uh, we won a lot of races in the Valley Junction and the Chaudière, so we're hoping that that track is going to be uh, good for us, but a race, anything can happen, so you, you bet everything on that track and you might something might happen and you might win in, uh, on the West Coast, you, you never know, but uh, we're, we know that we have good cars. Uh, it's our first season, so we still want to win, but uh, it, we still have to get that out at every tracks where we never went to before. So, um, yeah, but Valley Junction and maybe at the end of the year, uh, Montmagny, we're, we're, since it's close from, uh, from our shop, we're going to have a lot of time to go test there, make sure the car's right for the race, and uh, hopefully it uh, might be on the... Uh, on our end at the end of the year if we're in a fight for championship. We hope so. Cool, cool. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to give you one more little slight piece of information that you may want or you may not. Write the name down, Trevor Siebert. He was on the show last week. Trevor, of course, on the west coast of Canada. He's the uh, creator, Avion Motorsports, and they got everything ready to go with RS1. They're going to do a couple of races at Sonoma, Sega, uh, and uh, that's going to happen early. So if you're looking for some road course experience, I do yeah. believe he's got a couple of seats open, and that style of car is yeah. really close to the really style close, of car. Yeah. yeah, so I just thought I'd better throw that out just to uh, let yeah. you know. You never know. This has been great catching up with you, Steve. Uh, tell us how the fans stay up with you. As a new driver, how do we follow you? Yeah, well, we're we're trying to get better at uh, social media and stuff. Or, or we know that uh, the the that level of uh, series is more. Uh, uh, we need to be uh, up to date with uh, getting people to know each other on uh, on social media. So we we just started to uh, our our page. We have our page on Facebook. That's uh, under my name right now for uh, Steve Cote, and we're try we're gonna try to post um, every update this season on on that page. Well, I can guarantee you one thing, Steve. Fans can follow you along on Race Time Radio, too, because I plan on being a thorn in your side to get you on the show after right. uh, after lots of races, and uh, I can guarantee no you we will keep you up to date. Hit those sponsors one more time in the car number. What car number are you? Yeah, the car is going to be, uh, the number is going to be 29. Our sponsors are Eviram and uh, Baronicle Fighting Championship at BKFC. Well, hey, the yeah. 29 worked out okay for Harvick when he started out, right? Yeah, exactly. We're hoping it's going to be the same for us. <laughs> Good stuff. Steve Cote, thank you so much for the time. You enjoy North Carolina. Are you done testing now and then going to head home? Yeah, yeah the trailer is uh, on his way back home right now. Okay, and then we're going to see you at Motorama, right? Yeah, exactly. Next Friday is going to be the unveiling of our car on Friday uh, with the, car, the new color with the 29. And the car, the, the car is going to be there for all three days. Oh, can't wait. I'm going to be there, brother. Can't wait to see all you right. and, and meet you in person. You Thanks so much for the time tonight. Thank you very much. Steve Cote, watch out. Yeah, I'm, look at the guy's testing. He's getting ready. Uh, that, 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 that's a huge undertaking, right, to go down south, to do all this, uh, to get prepared for the season. Uh, it, he's going to be a threat. He has some races in. But cool to hear that he's still got that rookie status. That's uh, It's going to be a tough rookie field. I don't know who else is in it yet, 
But uh, Steve Cote is in there. You know it's going to be a tough field in the rookie class. Quick break. When we come back, Chase Pensano are going to join the show. We'll talk about his race that happened at Southern Speedway just yesterday, Southern National. We'll talk to him about it. Hey, race fans, this is Brendan Butterbean Queen, driver of the 03 for Lead Point Performance at the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. The SXM app is your one-stop destination for everything you love. Uh, things keep getting bigger and bigger for these two. Everything you missed. You two were so funny together on the Oscars the other night. An exclusive podcast, video, and on-demand access to your favorite stations. Hear your favorite team from the car, from your home, or on the go. Put it between his legs! All with the SXM app. A free download now from the Google Play or Apple App Store today. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts. Sprint car specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There are thousands of parts and pieces that go into today's race cars. GSR Parts has what you need, and they ship coast-to-coast in Canada. GSR Parts specializes in dirt sprint car chassis, modifieds, and so much more. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, road course, or in a straight line, GSR Parts has the parts you need to get you back on track and in victory lane. Give Terry Baker a call and visit them on Facebook at GSR Parts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. There's nothing like sitting around the fire, is there? Lots of life's biggest moments and big challenges get solved right around the fire pit, including many family magic moments. The best way to ensure that fire goes each and every time is to use a Quick Quick Fire Starter. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have been made right here in Canada. I'll never forget when my son was young, thunder was rolling in the distance. Oh, Dad, what was that? Well, that's just the angels bowling in heaven. 
was that? That's what happens when you pull Grandpa's finger. Quick look fire starters. The world's best fire starter. <laughs> Your weekly fix of newsmakers and newsbreakers is found right here. We call it Race Time Radio. With your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. Uh, Not live on Sirius XM anymore. They're playing basketball. Imagine that. They preempted us for basketball but they'll get back to us, I can guarantee it. And welcome to all the viewers on Rev TV every Tuesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. As always, Rev TV Canada, keeping you right up to date on absolutely everything motorsports. Dynamite job, Eddie and Mike, and the Performance Motorsport Network.com. Got to say hi to Steele and everybody that tunes into Race Time Radio multiple times in the U.S. throughout the course of the week. Let's get back to the Zoom line, and we'll bring in a driver that drives the number 14. He opened the Cars Prole Model Series just yesterday at uh, Southern National Speedway, and his name is Chase Pensano. Drives the 14. What's going on, Chase? You did a good job, kid. Yeah, we had a good start to the weekend. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was looking so good, Chase. After practice, that third practice, the, the final practice, you were third quick. And when I seen that, I went, ooh, baby, that's that's music, right? Music to the ears. Uh, did the car change or did something change up? Because uh, your qualifying effort, uh, you struggled. You had one. Yeah, um, back home where we're at, uh, we do five-car or yeah, five car qualifying for five laps on a different tire. So the two car qualifying format was my second time. Um, new to it, super nervous going in. And in all honesty, I went into turn one and just made a mistake. Um, that put me where we're at. Probably worth a little bit better than that, but I'm learning and we're going to get there soon. Kid, I'll tell you what, I watched you all race long. Whenever the camera was on you, hey, you did an outstanding job. You are out there with uh, like like the biggest names in pro late model racing down south, you were with them, and uh, not only were you with them, you were racing against them and making up ground. That had to feel good. Yeah, for sure. We had a good run going from where we started, ending up 13th in the end. It was a good run we had going. Um, when we, we made a pit at lap 15-ish, um, trying to fix the car, we went one way, but really the car needed the other way. Um, just a decision that I made that wasn't necessarily the right one and that's kind of the cause of our uh, stoppage there at the end so that that's something obviously your answer on the question the driver had the input on the change that you wanted in the race car yeah i thought the car was going one way but as the track rubbered in it rained the night before so as the track rubbered in i wasn't expecting it to go the way it did and it just compounded the change ended up making it worse not better so i thought it was going one way ended up going the other and just didn't have very much left towards the end well i want to say it was what 20 laps to go or somewhere thereabouts when the restart took place and uh you at that time were 16th i was texting with junior saying hey hello you watching chase he goes oh yeah dad i'm not missing it i said the kid's doing a great job i said watch him on this restart and man did you make hay 
on that restart just to vote top 10 material and then a couple laps. That's all it took. And I was watching it on corner entry and I could see the car skating up and you couldn't protect the bottom. And I went, ah, he's going to do all right. And sure enough, you did. 16th to 12th to the end of the race and still had the car without a mark on it. That's huge. Yeah, for sure. Coming back from Cordell, we got caught up in a wreck there. So having a finish over in the States is a good start, and our program's going to build a lot from this weekend. Yeah, it looks like the boss is doing not a bad job at Vegas, too, by the look of it. Last time I looked, I've been a little busy here. But, uh, yeah, uh, of course, your car is owned by uh, Carson Hosevar. Uh, much input? Have you guys been talking much? Yeah, for sure. He worked with me a lot in Cordell. Obviously, he was in Vegas this weekend, wasn't able to get to Southern National to help me out. But we do stay in touch. Um, tons of input in Cordell. He's helped me out a ton. Well, all tracks he's been on, right? And that's what you kind of need. It's nice to have a notebook, but uh, when the notebook sometimes is in French or a language that you don't understand, it's uh, it's kind of nice to have the author kicking around that you can bounce those questions off of. So let's get the early impression. Uh, you've got a couple of races under your belt. What do you think so far? Well, I'm loving every minute of it. I love the program over there. Obviously, competition's top-notch. Um, I've learned that in the last couple of weeks. But our team's starting to work together really well. We're starting to gel, and we really built this weekend. We're continuing to build, of course. Like, i got to clean some stuff on my end. they got to clean up some stuff on their end. All in all, we will be a race-winning team by the end of this year. And that's what it takes, right? You need laps. You need time to get that gel and that chemistry put together. How many guys, Chase, are with you that were with you during your APC, your Delaware day? Uh, how many of those guys are now on the 14 car down south? Actually, just one of them, my dad. Um, it's been a complete switch over. Um, whole new team, whole new group of people. Um, Delaware was a lot of just family-oriented stuff. Um, family friends. I had an aunt on the team. Um, best friend of my dad on the team. Um, and this year we've switched up to more of a. It's more of a professional deal going on now. Zach, my crew chief, awesome. He's doing an awesome job. And the other guys on the team. Everyone's been doing a super good job. So we just switched completely over, starting fresh over there. Any teammates at all in the Cars Pro Late Model Tour? Do you have any teammates or anybody that eh, Chase feels comfortable enough to go approach and maybe ask a question or two? Uh, I had a couple conversations with uh, Hudson, uh, Hudson Bolger, uh, driver of the 17. Uh, not necessarily teammates, but uh, he was pitted next to us, so I introduced myself. I'm starting to meet some of the people, starting to kind of learn my place down there. Uh, I wouldn't say teammates, but I'm definitely starting to build a group of people that I'm known to. Well, and you know what? They're going to command, uh, you, my friend, are going to command respect because you don't race like an idiot. Uh, you, you take what the car will give you. Uh, I didn't see you make one foul move yesterday at all. And there were some foul moves in that race that one could look back and go, what was the guy thinking? Uh, you don't do that, Chase Benson. And, you know, over time, and it always takes time, there is nobody that magically shows up and, oh, yeah, yeah, I, you got the right pedigree, so you must be a good guy. Everybody's got to earn the stripes they're given uh, and earned. And I know you're no different. You're going to. 
Yeah, that's the plan. Yeah, it was definitely rough there, um, for sure. But try to keep the nose clean. Know that it's a new pe- a new place, new group of guys, and I got to earn the respect just like I did back home. So uh, you've got an aggressive schedule, I might add, my friend. A real aggressive schedule. You're going to be a busy cat. I hope those marks stay up so Mama stays off your butt. But uh, in speaking of that, how is that schedule looking? Oh, looking really good so far. We actually just added one. So um, <laughs> we were already going to test over my March break. Um, we were going to go up Tuesday, Wednesday in two weeks to test at Pensacola. Um, we've now kind of switched that around. I'm going to drive up Tuesday, test at Pensacola the 13th on Wednesday. And then from there, um, got talking with Zach, my crew chief, and my dad. And we found out that that same weekend following that is the Baby Rattler weekend in South Alabama. So we're going to go from Pensacola, test the 14th and 15th at South Alabama, and run the Baby Rattler on the 16th. Nothing, nothing. It, there is no substitute for laps and for experience. And man, that's what you're going to gain. Uh, and that's what this year is all about. How long, Chase, will this program be part of uh, like your repertoire? How long will you be doing what you're going to do? Is it year to year? Do you see you being in that 14 car for more than one season? Or one season and then on to the next step? Well, we're in the Pro 8 Model 14 for sure for the rest of the year. That's a guarantee. Um, Next year, we're looking to maybe switch over to a super team, but still with the same group of people and still in that 14. Right. And are you still looking at the Cars Tour? Are you looking at that that ASA Stars Tour, which which sort of catches your eye standing back here looking out? Because that's all we can do at this point. Well, looking towards next year, um, obviously back in my family history, my grandfather's super, super big on the ASA Stars Tour, or in his case, just the AC Delco Series. Um, But I'm definitely looking towards that. ASA will be my end goal for next year. You got to know that absolutely all of us are going to be pushing on a guy like Luke Ramsey to get one of those for damn races up here on this side of the border. Uh, How cool would that be to have ASA back in Canada uh, it'd be cool if Cayuga was still around or Jucasa, but uh, Delaware Speedway has been fitting that bill. Yeah, absolutely. That's a place I've come to love. Obviously, raced there a couple of years now. Super cool place. Super great group of guys. If they had a super race down here. It would definitely be a cool place to come. Well, and the Cars Tour Stock Park gets underway. I want to say it's next weekend, isn't it? Their season opener. Yep, Southern National starts next weekend. So uh, you're not going to that. You're in the pro late model class, right? You're going to stay in your zone. And, well, I say that, and you're still going to venture out and do the odd other race. Yeah, for sure. We're going to stick to pros most of this year, but we do have a couple super races that we might try to sprinkle in depending on how things are going. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And see how things go, right? Success will do that kind of thing, right? You end up with success. And then you start looking at how can I be more successful uh, and, and wherever the budget allows it. How's the social media been? Have you uh, found a pickup in it? Have you uh, been working it? Yeah, it's definitely been better. I've started to work the Instagram side of things. I still let my family do more of the Facebook side of things. Um, I've developed a little bit of more following, um, obviously, this year. Good, good, good. Uh, and, well, it can't, can't hurt having Carsa Hovsevar on there. You'll have to grab him and say, 
I need a hand on this. Get your butt over here and stand in this frame for a second. Absolutely. He'll be a super good guy to learn that stuff from. Um, he's super good at the social media thing, thousands and thousands of followers. So I'll learn from him off the track and on the track. I had a lot of fun with him at the IWK 250 last year, just so you know. Him and I sat on the tires for a little bit. He is genuinely a good person. Um, and, and to see him on the track, he's a, he's a madman behind the wheel. Absolute pro driver. But as a person... Man, they don't make him much better than Carson Hosevar. We had a lot of fun hanging out. Absolutely. He's a super guy to talk to, super cool guy to um, pick his brain. He obviously knows a ton about this sport, and he's a good person to learn from and a good mentor to have. Okay, final question for you here. We're heading into your next race. When is it? What are you going to change for the next race, and what's the goal for the next race? Uh, the next race is on the 16th. Um, it's, I believe two weekends from now, actually, yeah, two weekends from now. Um, obviously I got to fix my qualifying deal. Um, just got to drive it a little bit harder. We're definitely going to work on that as a team. Um, that'll be key to our success. It's at South Alabama Speedway, baby Rattler. And I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of good cars, a lot of good racing, and I'm excited to see what our team ends up. And note to the crew chief, when I tell you to make this change, I mean it this time. I don't want you to think that I went the wrong way and you're going to do it the opposite way. You'll have to make sure you clarify for him so that he doesn't do the opposite to what you actually want. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to be a little bit more keen on that and definitely learn what I actually want and said. Chase Pensino, good luck. We'll keep a rise pinned on you. You know Canada's with you in that 14 car. Uh, good luck. Be safe. And go get some numbers, kiddo. Can't wait till you're flying that checkered flag on race time. It's coming. Thank you for having me, guys. You want to believe that's Chase Pensino. You watch. I'm telling you, this kid's got the potential. Yeah, 12th place finish in the season opener. But he had a car at the end. He had a car at the end. And he made smart choices. Chase Pensino's the driver that if the car is third today, you won't see Chase Pensano trying to mow two guys down to get the win. He won't do it. He's going to take a third. But trust me when I say, if he's got a winning car, you won't see him back in 12th. He won't be back there. He will carve his way through and not mow guys down. If he has to move the odd one, like there's those guys too, right, that just think that the racetrack serves and they're going to own it, well, Chase Pensano's the kind of guy that knows how to figure those guys out, get by them without wrecking them. Uh, I've watched him. He's magic behind the wheel, and he's going to do a really good job behind the wheel of that 14 car. We are going to hit a quick break. I don't know if we got J.F. Lange. I don't know if we got Kyle Stackley, but we're going to ha hopefully have one or both on the other side of the break. You stay right there. We will be back with you all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by GSR Parts, Sprint Car Specialists with chassis, engines for dirt or asphalt cars. From wings to springs, GSR's got you covered. Contact Terry and start winning today. 
Also by Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. So, how's that rebuild going? Have you got that race car ready to go yet? You still looking for parts? Have you called GSR Parts yet? You want to save some money, right? So you can buy the stuff you need throughout the course of the year. GSR Parts carries all the big name brands, along with some parts that are manufactured right on site. Centrally located in Ontario, you can stop by and pick up the parts you need, or they'll ship them nationwide. Whether you race dirt or asphalt, they even carry parts for road course cars. Give Jerry Baker a shout, 226-583-8001. And keep an eye on GSR Parts' Facebook page. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Port Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Canada Talks. And now, back with your host, Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everyone, to Race Time Radio. Got nobody up on the Zoom line right now. Uh, it's a little bit idle. Uh, texting with J.F. Lanye, they're right in the middle of judging. So he's unfortunately not going to be able to join us. So I went back and I uh, sent Avery a little text, and then I said, Hey, if you're able to jump on, hit the link and come on and join us. Uh, so you never know, Avery and Mike may pop in here. Uh, hopefully those guys are doing okay as they drive across Canada, uh, leaving B.C. and driving all the way to Motorama. And they're going to be at Motorama this weekend, uh, this weekend coming up. Show opens on Friday, uh, and it goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's at the International Center in Toronto. Uh, if you've never been there, it's a beautiful place for a show. And the custom cars uh, are, are all in the front, 
uh, Ray Sally and Eraser Carell will be in the back. And I mean, every discipline of racing is represented at Motorama. Uh, it's really cool. My son works for uh, Two Speed. And they have jack stands, and they've got, oh, just a ton of parts. It all started out with jack stands, and uh, they have come so, so far, those guys. And they are going to release a uh, uh, another line, another product line, when they get to the show. And this is really going to blow your mind when you see what these guys have got. Uh, they have put a ton. Corey McAllister... The owner of Two Speed and Caldecott and a bunch of other places uh, has brought Joe on. He did that a year ago, January, and to develop the Two Speed brand. And, uh, man, they've done a great job. I've been watching it from a distance and to see what these guys are doing. And uh, it's pretty amazing. If you don't follow them along, uh, I've got to tell you, Junior is one creative guy. He comes up with uh, not only some very cool content, uh, but he makes you laugh a lot of the times, too. Um, at least I have a chuckle when I read through some of the stuff. It's uh, off the hook. Uh, but they are getting ready for Motorama. Uh, you're going to see Sunset. They'll be there, APC Series. Uh, they'll be all set up at the show. We know NASCAR Canada is going to be at the show with a long list of real good drivers that are going to come through the show. You're going to be able to see Steve Cote's car unveiled at the show. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that uh, I know I haven't touched on that will be at that show. Uh, most of the racetracks, I say most, not all of them will be there. Uh, very rarely are all of them there, um, but you never know. I guess uh, I, I can remember one year uh, back when I had Sobel, uh There was one year there was myself. Um, I think it was Varney Speedway and Barry Speedway. The three of us teamed up and we had one table in one booth and the schedules were all available. And I'll tell you, did we have a happening corner that year? Um, it was Unique. It was a good way to do it. We had one car in the display, uh, and that was the only year we did it. Uh, we had to break up after that because uh, none of us really had enough space to do everything that we needed to do at the show. Um, but it was something we tried. We, we we tried it, and it was fun for one year. And then, uh, of course, everybody went their own way, and we were across from one another, and, uh, and it, the fun continued. Uh, but uh, I always had a real, a, a real good time at that show. I was all, it was always my birthday, right? March ninth is my birthday, and back in those days, uh, Steve Slaughter owned Sunset Speedway, and Kim Wallace owned Peterborough Speedway, and Cayuga. So the three of us got together. Uh, we created All Star back in the day, but we used to have a lot of fun together as well. And I'm at the show, working it, you know, talking to people, handing out schedules and making connections. And all of a sudden, these uh, sunshine girls showed up with a little cake. And they had, uh, of course, they had next to nothing on. And uh, they had to come to the Sobel Speedway display and sing happy birthday. 
to Joe, and I looked over their shoulder, and sure enough, it was uh, Steve Slaughter and uh, Kim Wallace having a good laugh at me as my wife was hitting me over the head with the poster or something, thought I had something to do with it, uh, but I didn't. It was those monkeys, but we did have a lot of fun at those shows, and the people that you meet, hopefully you get a chance to see Dave Franks. I know he'll be zipping around there. Uh, I think back to last year's show, uh, Dave Gainforth uh, was there. Oscar, uh, you've got to know the Modifieds and uh, uh, the uh, Oscar Hot Rods. Uh, they're going to be represented real well. The Ken and Midgets are going to be there. Um, uh, dirt, dirt, uh, to say the least about dirt cars, um, Jake Hooker had his car there last year. Don't know if he's going to be there again this year. Um, I, I know one thing for sure. Glenn Styers, the owner of Oshwikan Speedway and GSR Parts, uh, Glenn had some trouble. Uh, Glenn had a real bad wreck a few years ago, and it almost took him out of the sport. Well, it almost took him off the planet, to be honest. Uh, but he survived it. And he had a super, super, and I mean super long road to recovery uh, to, you know, be able to not only exist, but to get back into a race car was just about unheard of. No, I don't think you're going to do that, Glenn. It's going to be too much of a recovery program. Well, Glenn Stars, you can't tell that guy no. Uh, All he did was buckle in and... Uh, uh, nose to the grindstone, and Glenn did not quit. Uh, Glenn kept going, and as we know now, looking back, uh, Glenn has recovered from all of his uh, troubles, and uh, he's an accomplished race car driver. I've been watching Glenn for a couple of years, and his results are starting to come. I watched him this year when he went down to Florida he went down before the World Series started, and Glenn got a start at uh, the dirt tracks. And he was getting results. Man, I'll tell you what, he was in top three, top five, uh, picked up a win in the dash. Uh, he started getting results, and you could see it firing Glenn up. He knows he's turned the corner. Well, then we head to the asphalt side, and of course, that's totally different discipline. Glenn jumped into his pro-late model, which of my dad is a new pro-late model to him. Um, And he was doing okay. He was uh, 16th one night, 20th one night, and then he started to come. And that so happened to be the night of the big one at New Smyrna Speedway, and it destroyed his car along with about 10 others. And that was the end of his speed weeks. Well, Glenn took off took the crew to Daytona. They watched the truck race. They watched all of the uh, Daytona stuff as a a thank you to the crew. And, man, those guys had a good time. I was uh, seeing the videos that uh, Donald Reinhardt was putting out, and he was force-feeding them back to me so I could get them out. And uh, they were having a good time. Well, Glenn ended up having a problem with his leg. He's always had a sore knee. And it's been sore since way back in the day, uh, and it continues to be sore. And uh, I guess he was talking to somebody. I don't know whether it was at the track or somewhere close, but he was talking to a guy about his leg, and the guy happened to be a surgeon. 
a knee surgeon. And he said, do you want me to take a look at it? And uh, sure enough, Glenn went into Halifax uh, Medical Center just across the road from the Speedway and down a little bit. I I mean, Daytona, right? And uh, he went under the knife. And that surgeon went in and took out four chunks of bone that were floating in Glenn's knee. Uh, Four big chunks. And no wonder he's having pain in his knee. Totally undetected up here. But this surgeon found them, removed them, and put Glenn back together. And he has not felt this good in a long, long time. Now, he, he walks and, you know, having surgery like that, things move out of the way. And it, it'll take a little bit before his knee totally settles down. Mother Nature has to put everything back in place that the surgeons move out of the way. And they like moving things out of the way to get the bad stuff out. But um, Glenn Styers, nevertheless, is going to be a different driver come the summer of 2024. Mark my words. Uh, I, I watched him. I followed him. Not a lot of people were. Glenn Styers is going to be that guy. And uh, it's going to be really cool to see. Uh, he's really good. Always been really good at the big O in a sprint car, right? But to see him in the NASCAR Pinty Series or the NASCAR Canada Series, Pinty's still affiliated there, but the NASCAR Canada Series, uh, Glenn's got a whole new program there. Uh, Terry Baker at GSR Parts is, uh, uh, is going to be working on everything there. And uh, it's going to be incredible to see what Glenn Styers can do in 2024. But remember, you heard it first on Race Time Radio. I wouldn't doubt you're going to see a win out of that zero car and a number of them, whether it happens on dirt first or whether it happens on the asphalt. I do believe we're going to see some winning. I want to also direct your attention to Reinhardt Auctions. Uh, Check them out, will you? Uh, They're online. Uh, we've been watching Reinhardt Auctions now for oh, about a month, and have they ever got some cool stuff and really cool auctioning, and stuff goes at a really cool price. I just thought I'd tell you that. They do ship everywhere. If you buy it and you can't pick it up, you can get it shipped. Uh, check them out. Um, I, I think you'll be glad you did. ReinhardtAuctions.com is their uh, address. Now, one thing that I alluded to with Steve Cote, Uh, About that news that came out last week with Trevor Siebert, we now know when the Western Rattler 300 is, uh, the big race at Penticton Speedway. Uh, It's going to be in July this year. So they moved it under the April date and put it into July. You do not want to miss that race. If you're uh, a late model team and you're not racing that weekend, you should be. You should be racing at Penticton Speedway. We will have lots more about the Western Rattler 300 as time goes on. Uh, Purses are going to be announced and all that kind of stuff. But believe you when I say, believe me when I say, that Western Rattler 300 that we did two years ago, last year's got rained out. The one we did two years ago was probably the race of the year. Um, It was 300 laps, had a very short break in the middle of it. And I want to say that whole race from start to finish was done in one hour and 51 minutes. That tells you a lot about a race. And I want to say there was 21 cars still on the lead lap. 
uh, and that'll tell you a lot about the speedway they were on. Uh, they could run side by side, and, um, and and you heard Trevor talk about it last week that they had drivers from all different disciplines in the top ten, and they did. Uh, it was uh, it was a very cool race, and that Western Rattler three hundred is coming up in July. Check that one out. Uh, and see if you can make plans to be out there. Penticton Speedway at that time of the year is just amazing. I want to let you know, we got confirmation, and Race Time Radio will be live for this year's IWK 250 on July 20th weekend. It'll personally be our 13th season broadcasting the IWK 250 all live. Uh, And I can't tell you how excited we are to be uh, able to be able to go back out and uh, the racetrack have us back out there to bring all, everybody the IWK 250 all live flag to flag and uh, it, it's truly that's Canada's ultimate short track race the IWK 250 I've been calling it that since the day I seen it uh, and I say it for good reason it is it's Canada's ultimate short track race uh, have a look at it if you've never attended uh, now's the time. Get in there July 20th this year. You'll want to arrive like the Thursday. Uh, practice is up uh, Wednesday, actually. The night before that, you can see a lot of practice as well. But the pros will practice on Friday. Uh, pardon me, on Thursday. Race on Friday night and Saturday is the IWK 250 uh, that you can check out. Uh, just unbelievable racing. And I know there is going to be a lot more drivers from Ontario that are going to participate. I wouldn't doubt we're going to see more from the United States coming up to get into this year's IWK 250. I will go on the record and say this is going to be the biggest IWK 250 that it has had in its history. Uh, Just from what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from teams here in Ontario and beyond, uh, it, it's truly going to be uh, it's going to be very cool. Congratulations once again to Cole Sorensen for the new uh, operations manager at uh, Castro Raceway Park. I don't think it's called Castro Raceway Park anymore, out in BC. Uh, but Cole has made the move from Victoria to Edmonton, and uh, Cole's going to jump on the show. You'll know him when you hear him, when you see him. You'll know him. Uh, but Cole's going to jump on with us next week. And Tim Terry. How about that news? Tim Terry going to be a track owner uh, or part of a track ownership group. Uh, that'll be an interesting story. I can guarantee you when we get Tim Terry on this very airline uh, next week on the show. Uh, but uh, that's really going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Uh, hey, the Cars Tour. You got one week. And uh, the Stars Tour, sorry, not Cars. Cars does fire up next weekend. Uh, but the ASA Stars Tour is coming up, Five Flags Speedway, and that is March the 24th. And remember, for live coverage of this ASA Tour, you're going to want to have, I believe it is tracktv.com. But you check it out. Uh, go to their site and check it out. It'll have all the details you don't want to miss one of their races, of course. Uh, Cole Butcher, our guy that just about won it last year. Cole's from the East Coast to Canada. He is 
for all, all intents and purposes, living down in the Charlotte area now. Uh, but Cole is a Canadian guy and uh, done quite well. You know he is going to be extremely competitive in that number 28 car. Uh, and with next weekend being the opener of the Cars Tour stock side of things, you got to know Trayton Lapsovich is going to be down uh, in there and uh, that he'll be up to bat next weekend at uh, at Southern National Speedway. Yeah, it's going to be kind of cool to see Trayton Lapsovich back behind the wheel. Uh, he will be our only full-time Canadian, I believe, that will be participating in the cars, uh, uh, late model stocks, I do believe. There could be other ones coming in and out, but I believe Trent Lapsovich is going to be our guy uh, that we're going to be able to count on to go for a championship uh, along with, uh, oh, how about it? You got Butterbean and you got so many other good cars. Uh, that, that late model stock class is off the hook for cars. Uh, the pro late model class is no uh, no slouch, but when you talk about that that other class, look out when I say uh, it, it, the cars are gonna it, the car count will blow your mind, and the names that are behind the wheels uh, will also blow your minds. Uh, Dale Jr. and uh, uh, Burton and all those guys, Harvick, they're all part of that cars tour now and uh, doing great things with it. And more power to them. Uh, I can't wait to see the product that comes out the other end. Uh, truly going to be amazing. Off the top of the show, I asked thoughts and prayers, and I know all of ours, for uh, Brandon Johnson and Harper uh, involved in a really bad accident there yesterday. They are both still alive, thank God, uh, but they do have long roads to recovery. So our thoughts and prayers go with the uh, Johnsons and the Grizzell family. Uh, oh, can't stop thinking about them. Uh, more power uh, to them, and and hopefully everything works out correct, and they're able to heal up and have uh, some more fun in life. Uh, they didn't deserve anything that happened to them. I guess the oncoming car, the guy had a heart attack and uh, just ran directly into them head-on crash. So uh, just thank God they're still alive and able to uh, fight on. And uh, with all of our prayers. God listens. I know he's going to, and uh, he's going to put them back together and uh, make everybody well again, and uh, we'll be able to continue on, and that's exactly what we're going to do. we got lots more to come at you, but it's going to take another week before we're going to get to it. Uh, that is going to do it for us. want to see you all at Motorama. It starts Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm going to be roaming around there on Saturday getting interviews and uh, I'll have lots for you next week on the show. Uh, we'll cap all that off. We'll get you up to date on anything that takes place in between now and then. And uh, onward and upward we go. The race season is not that far away. Uh, and how about the weather we're having right now? Man, let's hope it stays like this. Uh, sorry, Mike Schmidt. I know you're a snowmobile guy, and you're not getting what you want right just this minute. But uh, we sure are loving the spring conditions. And hopefully they stick around for a little bit longer and uh, right up into the spring. But uh, that is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Got to thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, Mike and Eddie and everybody at Rev TV Canada, Scotty back in Toronto, and Aaron and uh, Cassandra and everybody 
Uh, I've got to thank Sue right here in the Race Time Radio studio for hooking us all up. But that's going to do it for us. Have a good one, everybody, and we'll catch you back here next Sunday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. No, from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 